Times Decrypt, an initiative by the Times of India and powered by CoinDCX. Times Decrypt, your go-to platform to learn everything about the world of crypto. Hello and welcome back to Times Decrypt. I am Partha Sena on Times Decrypt. In the budget this year, our Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman proposed to introduce some taxes on cryptocurrencies. To take us through the details of those proposals and the probable implications, I spoke to Sumit Gupta, co-founder and CEO of CoinDCX. Sumit, welcome to Times Decrypt. To start with, could you please tell us about the tax proposals in the budget for the cryptocurrency sector? Sure. Uh, first of all, Pada, thank you so much for having a part of this podcast. Uh, really excited to be here sharing uh, this with you. Uh, in terms of the recent announcement in the budget, right? So there were uh, four major things that got announced. Uh, one was uh, to propose a flat tax rate of 30% under the section 115 BBH. What that means is that any crypto profits that you have made, um, you will have to pay a flat 30% tax in that. There is no right. carry forward, no offsetting allowed. The second proposal was on this TDS part. So 1% TDX has to be uh, uh, hold, uh, you know, withheld uh, by the uh, exchanges or, or the users, depending upon right now. There's still some confusion there in terms of wordings. So that was on the second part. Uh, the 1% TDS, you know, under section 194O, 194S. Uh, uh, and then we'll cover the details later on. Third part was on the gift. Whenever you received a, a crypto as part of a gift, there is going to be taxation allowed, which is again a flat 30%. And then the fourth thing that they have done was introduction of the definition of cryptos and in government terms, what they're calling it as virtual digital assets, VDAs, right? And they have covered yeah. anything and everything which is uh, encrypted and, uh, you know, a part of this except the CBDC because government is also coming up with their initiative on the CBDC front. So ex- excluding that, whether it is NFTs or any, uh, you know, any, any uh, digital assets, uh, uh, you know, that, that is emerging out of this technology, they are calling it under VDS, right? So that it, uh, it, it covers the entire spectrum of all the, uh, whatever the utility or, or use case may be. So th- these are the four major uh, announcements that came in the budget speech. Which are the, I mean, for you, which is the most important, more important for investors? And on the other hand, the exchanges. Okay. So a uh, very, very good point in terms of exchanges, right? Let, let me cover to the exchanges part first. And ultimately right. both will yes. affect the end users as well. Now, how it will get, uh, they, they'll get affected. We'll cover the details of it. Now talking about the 1% TDS. Now the way uh, we have interpreted is whenever someone uh, you know, does a trading in crypto and a lot of this volume that you mentioned, right, uh, which is a very high volume, all of that is governed largely by traders, people who trade very frequently, maybe uh, does 5, 10, 50 uh, trades in a, in a month, depending upon their risk profile. So what happens is that if you start with, let's say, a 1 lakh rupee investment in crypto, and if you have to pay 1% TDS every time you place a trade, every time you place a trade, that means 1000 rupees will be withheld right as as part of tds now you place one trade one lakh rupees whether you make a profit or not a secondary but aapke hazar rupees lock ho jayenge, right which you can of course claim it but after net capital of 99000 and then you make one more trade and then usme se fir 990 rupees so if if someone is doing let's say you know through 200 300 trades in a month their entire capital will get blocked 
देर इंटायर कैपिटल गेट ब्लाउट और आपको जो कैपिटल ट्रेडिंग के लिए वो कम होता जाए इसके बहुत सारे नुकसान है एक तो इंक्रीज लॉट ऑफ वर्क फॉर द टेक्स पेयर्स एज वेल एज फॉर द गवर्नमेंट बिकॉज लॉट ऑफ क्लेम्स विल है बिकॉज पीपल डू नॉट मेक दैट मच मनी जितना वो टीडीएस पे करेंगे उससे कम कमा पाते हैं राइट तो एक वो चैलेंज है लॉट ऑफ रिफंड माइट कम सेकेंड इज दिस इज गोइंग टू ब्लॉक द कैपिटल for the traders now when the capital is get, gets blocked they will not be able to place more and more trades and ultimately their appetite to make returns or profits will go down right plus the revenue that the government can collect from this trading activity also drops right because now people are not placing as much trades as they were doing earlier and the government will uh, also end up getting less revenue from this activity because for traders their capital is getting blocked and the trading utna hoga nahi trading utna hoga nahi to people will not be able to make maybe that much profit or people will not be able to uh, you know pay commission to exchanges uske base pe sara depend karta like how much revenue the government is collecting so this is basically the downside if you have and worst case like is a lot of people who actually do trading very frequently they might not even trade because yahan pe is asset class mein capital block ho raha hai they do 100 trades unka capital wipe out ho jayega right and uh, and capital uh, is blocked and the traders they do not earn any interest also on it no no i mean you do not earn and the capital is getting yeah. blocked so pura trading activity Definitely. will go down over time so next next second uh, the other point is in every market in every capital market there are market makers right people who come to the market participate and add liquidity there right you can relate to it for example in nse a lot of market makers who do market making and add liquidity to the markets now whenever a market maker how they operate right. is they sort of bring a capital and then they place multiple orders in the order book so that agar koi buyer aata hai there is always a person on the other side who will match this order now because market makers also operate on a very thin margin but they 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 do it just to facilitate the orders and they earn maybe one basis point two basis point five basis point margin on every trade they will not come into market making in this because aap your your profit is this you know single digit basis points but your 1% capital is getting blocked so they will not be doing market making when you are not doing market making yeah. in this yeah. the liquidity from the market will go away when the liquidity of the market will go away investors will not get a good pricing and the spreads will increase right so these are some of the nuances that will happen if you place 1% tds which is not uh, uh, which will not bring in liquidity to the market and ultimately the end customers people like you and me will end up paying a higher price right because the liquidity is not there in the markets right so this is one challenge with the tds part the second part with the td uh, with the 30% flat flat tax rate you know 30% first of all it's on a higher side and it is currently considered like a speculative income now one thing i want to highlight double down is if anyone goes and and tries to understand you know into, into the crypto space uh, you know these crypto uh, tokens coins that you have right they are solving a use case right in the decentralized world just like we have companies you know uh, who are traded in its stock market similarly here there are uh, you know uh, cryptos which are being traded and every crypto is solving a particular use case like bitcoin is solving a use case ethereum is solving a different use case uh, iota is solving a different use case basic attention token is solving a different use case so you know everyone has different use case and depending upon the adoption and traction of these projects the prices also goes up and down uh you know it's a function of multiple factors every project also has some sort of you know on the blockchain you can see you know how much that project is getting adopted what what is sort of development rate uh, how many people are actually buying and holding it how many people want to be a part of the networks 
you know, what is the demand and supply and based on those fundamentals, the price also goes up and down, right? If let's say a project is being, uh, you know, done a partnership with a major player, major company, you know, that, that basically shows that they will, you know, they will get more adoption and the price also goes up. If a token gets listed on any exchange, the price also goes up, right? So it, it uh, you know, follows a similar pattern like what happens in the, uh, you know, uh, equity markets as well. Of course, uh, you know, the nature of the asset class is a little different, but overall, if you look at the audience, you know, the people who are doing in equity markets, a lot of people also trade in crypto, right? Uh, people, uh, you know, uh, just like how stock trading works, obviously the difference is like that works for a specific duration. It's a 24 by 7 market. There is no upper circle, lower circle. So there are a lot of similarities, some nuances which are specific to crypto, yeah. uh, but but yeah. this is how it operates. And, and uh, yeah. you can also go online and look at the, you know, uh, financials of how this project is performing, how much this project has earned. If you look at Ethereum, for example, Ethereum's ARR is $16 billion. This is basically the uh, run rate of, of that particular project. And the 16 million revenue that the protocol has earned is actually that revenue is being passed on to the miners. People are holding Ethereum, right? Uh, there are staking awards. So basically, obviously, the nature of companies is different. It's just that there is no CEO or a CTO or, or you know, CXOs in this. It's more like a community centric, but the nature uh, you know, is, is, uh, you, you can draw a lot of similarities in this, right? So, uh, you know, that is also one way how the price fluctuates. So given the market is also follows a similar pattern, uh, a 30% tax rate, right? And treating crypto as a speculative asset class is something which is not fair, right? And if, if someone, you know, spends and studies about the subject, they will understand, okay, how are the prices determined, right? Of course, there is an angle of speculation, uh, you know, but, but that is in equity markets as well, right? People also speculate. Uh, there is a, there are fundamentals in equity here also there are fundamentals so why to treat equities separately and have long-term capital gains and cryptos at 30 percent something which is not good for the industry for the ecosystem as a whole then the second point being that no offsetting allowed no carry forward allowed and if you are running a business right in crypto and you have a team of 10 15 people who are doing some venture and they are doing trading uh, you know, you have to have an office space. You have to employ these people. That is also part of the expense. And if you are not allowed to, uh, you know, uh, those expenses are not allowed to be uh, considered. Then that's going to demotivate a lot of people to do businesses in this space, right? So overall, I, I feel that even though texting of virtual digital asset is a great step, uh, it was uh, long awaited, and uh, overall, uh, it gives a lot of clarity. I think the way it was. Uh, uh, treated in terms of flat 30% tax rate and no carry forward, no offsetting, 1% TDS, you know, all of that is a little dampener to the industry, I would say. So we hope that over the time, government will look at this, consider it, and then will come up with, uh, you know, more sort of uh, lenient guidelines and then treat it at par with other asset classes so that the industry continues to grow in an organic fashion. Uh, I wanted to know how you are now addressing the two very important stakeholders. You in the sense the exchanges, one is the government and one the investors. Sure, absolutely, partner. So relating uh, to this tax uh, proposals, yeah. Sure. So uh, you know, overall education continues to remain a very important focus area for the company. Whatever tax guidelines are there, uh, we have done a lot of uh, uh, live sessions, you know, uh, uh, webinars where we educate our uh, audience, our users about. What does it mean for the end customers and how does it affect them? That's something which is uh, regularly happening at various intervals. We have also published blogs uh, and then, you know, kept it, uh, simplified it a lot extent so that a normal customer can also absorb what it means, you know, 
uh, 1% TDS, how does the calculation happen, you know, the tax rate uh, and giving some real life examples, you know, and then with actual numbers. So we have also published it in the product itself. We have placed that uh, banner so people can click on it and educate themselves about it. So this is something that you're doing on the investor side. Again, apart from that, we're also talking to our invest, uh, our users on a regular basis so that they continue to uh, remain at top of the development that are happening in this space overall, especially on the taxation front, right? So that educational side we have covered and we have been doing pretty actively uh, that part and we'll continue to do that, right? Uh, on the industry side, all the industry peers, you know, and, and companies are working together on this and, and also trying to, uh, you know, explain our point of view. How does the industry think about this development? What are the challenges with the current tax provisions? How it will uh, impact the industry? How it will uh, uh, disincentivize uh, the market makers or, or people who are trading actively? Why 1% TDS is detrimental to the growth of the industry? All of that is some, uh, something that we are actively doing and then talking to different uh, people within the government so that they also understand the repercussions of such onerous provisions uh, with respect to crypto. Overall, net-net, uh, uh, you know, we would want India to be a uh, you know, a leader when it comes to crypto and blockchain technology and why such onerous tax provisions is going to dampen the growth of the industry. That sort of communication is happening within the government. And we hope that the government will consider our suggestions and they will revise these tax guidelines uh, in, in the coming uh, months. So uh, this is happening from at the exchange level, you are communicating with the investors and at the Industry level, your uh, the bodies, uh, the industry trade bodies, they are probably talking to the government. But this is what you are saying. Yeah, we are, we are trying to share our. We are we are trying to uh, share. Uh, you know, how will it impact the market? How will one percent TDS flat, thirty percent tax rate? You know, offsetting. How is this going to impact the market? That sort of a communication is going out from the industry side. I am also the co-chair at BACC, which is the industry body. So we are proactively right. working in that direction. Okay, right. Uh, so uh, great. I mean, um, more or less, this clarifies a lot of things, the tax implications and uh, tax proposals, their implications and what you are doing actually for this. So uh, thanks, Sumit. Thanks for coming to this podcast. And uh, it's really great talking to you. And uh, we'll again, hopefully we'll come back again. And we uh, want to see that government actually listens to it and the government and the investors and the exchanges both, all three, they actually get together and develop this thing. Uh, thank you very much for this. Thank you, Fata. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. Okay, so that was Sumit Gupta talking to Times Decrypt about the recent budget proposals relating to cryptocurrencies. Times Decrypt is an initiative by the Times of India and powered by CoinDCX. To learn more about the world of crypto, Follow the Times Decrypt column in the Times of India newspaper every Tuesday or visit www.timesdecrypt.com for expert advice, discussions and latest updates.